0: Okay, hey, so my my alarm went off and so it disconnects me from the podcast. Um so 1030, I'm officially out of the market. I should be getting out of any trades that I'm in. Um those are the parameters that I have set for myself. Um today is also what they call FOMC Day, so there's supposed to be a lot of erratic um <laughs> movement and I low-key like I'm probably just gonna sit around and watch it because I wanna see like I just, I, I got caught in a trade last time and I was on for the ride of my life. Um, but I'm glad I'm not going to be in it, but I'm looking forward to just watching. It's almost like watching sports a little bit. Um, and I don't know, I guess my counterparts, my trading counterparts will be in there. And so just kind of watch from the sidelines, how they handle it. And maybe I might learn something else too. So, but let's try to finish this out. Um, so we're talking about the seasons and the stillness and stuff like that and with that being said I I lost my train of thought ah but yeah so let's just keep reading through this so this is powerful we're reminded about the seasons winter right if we didn't have, need to have a time to just quiet down settle down hibernate you know and the time yesterday we talked about seeds right yesterday we talked about um the future and how important it is to, to plant seeds in the here and now, right? Um, the power of now. Another thing I wanted to share with you, I think I'm going to split this up into two messages. <clears throat> um, remember yesterday, it was half the when I did the Oracle, I had a hard time kind of trying to figure out what she meant with the power of now. Um, and I mentioned that I did a podcast that I have not uploaded yet, but it helped me to understand um, in the five odd behaviors that we display that are actually signs of um trauma, um one of them is that you are always busy doing something, and it has to do with you trying to you don't want to stay in your thoughts, so. And I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I talk about that in the podcast. I might go ahead and upload it because I can see where maybe now that you have a preface or a prefix, you can kind of understand it a little bit more. And like I said, I'm very vulnerable in that. And But I think a lot of you understand my personality and you will honor the vulnerabilities within that, that conversation. And you will also be able to kind of... Um, glean some things that maybe you can address too. So, it and I've been on both sides of the spectrum. So I've been that person that like, I am busy. I don't want to come home until I need to. So I'm working or going to work earlier, leaving work later at the gym, you know, reading something for, for homework, for school, and just don't want to stay in my headspace. And then I've been on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, I just don't want to leave the house or do anything. Um, but basically a, a red flag could be if you're just so busy, it's because there's likely something that you don't want to address. You don't want to be left alone. You don't want to stay in that quiet time. <clears throat> and so the, the, the that's the power of that's when, um, in the Oracle that we pulled yesterday, um, The Oracle Message, it was talking about the power of now. If you don't want to take the time to be still and to meditate and tackle those things, you're just kicking the bucket down the road. And that's what they mean by the power of now. A lot of us, and uh, she talks about this in a different part of the um, Her name is Francesca's psychology. And if you look it up, it's called like the five odd behaviors that are indicators of trauma trauma response and so later on she says like you will if we learn to um deal oh she's this was i'll go ahead and upload it i'll go ahead and upload it she said you know once you start to detach from your um emotions it's not that we don't confront them Right, it's 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 that we acknowledge it and we allow ourselves to understand that we are not our emotions. So, because they're temporary, and so the sooner that we can acknowledge we're angry, we're hurt, we're disappointed, we felt betrayal, um, maybe we um failed at something, or you know, part of it has to do to. I will go ahead and upload the podcast. It talks about how our relationship with with mistakes. And when I started to learn how to trade, I learned four other um, fears that we have as human beings, and they most of them are come combined into trading alone. So it's like, woo! Sh- shout out to me, like, <laughs> right? I'm here confronting four more additional fears that the average person doesn't have to deal with, but excuse me, that that they don't get the ability to confront, but one of the fears that we have is the fear of making mistakes and it's something that we're actually conditioned from any school system that we're in anywhere around the world right what happens when we have a paper or or we get our paper back we get a even if and i talked about this like even though it could be an a minus it's a big red letters you know type of a thing and even the that because even if you have an A minus, there's that one or two questions that kept you from the doorsteps of perfection and there's a big red line through the you know, numbers you got wrong and stuff like that. And so it kind of makes us apprehensive to where we don't even want to try. Which is so interesting because when I talked about the two of my favorite childhood behaviors that I want to reincorporate into my life. One was curiosity, the other one was was willpower. But It kind of makes sense because you think about how curious we used to be, right? And we were so uninhibited and we just wanted to taste everything, touch everything, feel everything, try everything, jump off of stuff, climb through things, in them, out of them, play hide-and-seek and and do all of these different things. And we wanted to be just like mommy. And we wanted to be just like daddy. And whatever they're doing, if they're at the laptop, we want to be at the laptop. Well, they didn't have laptops back when I was a kid. But, you know, just we wanted to experience total immersion. But it just made sense because I think even in in the other podcasts where I mentioned this, I'm like, how did we lose this? How did we stop being curious? Academy school happened, right? Elementary school happened. And you were taught like you know, from a very early age, you didn't complete, you know, you didn't, you got this wrong on your homework assignments, and you have to get better grades, and you have to reach perfection. And so it's like how we can, I think that if you know this about children earlier on, you can help help them have a healthier relationship with what the course corrections look like, as opposed to how a lot of us view quote unquote mistakes. And so you want to get to the point where you can take more, make more mistakes, right? Where you, and and so, and so with that being said, if you understand that it's okay to be angry, you can allow yourself to handle that emotion and process it and the quicker you can do that the quicker you can move on to other things right this is why stillness is so important this is why meditation is so important part of the reason like even when i talk about how much more i've fallen this is not the first time i've journaled in life okay um and for whatever reason just because i was busy or stuff like that um i stopped journaling but i can tell you that some of the times when it got uncomfortable journaling is because I didn't want to write down really what I was feeling um, and the depth of the emotions. And I think that maybe for some of you, if you kind of felt like, think about it, like if you were just like, eh, I don't really want to journal because, you know, if you journal, you're going to be talking about, quote unquote, childhood trauma or how you're probably even disappointed in yourself or how things are not working out. But the sooner you can clear up that mental space and and process it, the sooner you can move on to other things. The other thing uh it was on the tip of my th- uh, tip of my tongue, but let me just kind of push through the rest of the message here. So it says, the Japanese goddess of winter y- Yoki Ano calls for us to practice daily meditation in silence." To prepare you for greater productivity and results, right? And this is the thing, like when we talk about how men need this message just as much as we do. And again, I'm not here to give it to them, but if they're here, I I could probably go back. I haven't looked at. I don't like to look at my stats. I feel like who's with me is with me, and whoever gets whatever message they need to, they need to. But one of the last times I looked at my analytics. Um, And I understand because I used to do more trading and stuff like that. And I had more of my self-care towards men. So I had a higher, I actually, I had a higher percentage of men listening to me, but now it's balanced out towards more women, but I still have a small number of men that listen to me. And I talk about how age of Aquarius is for, it's going to heal men too. um, But I am not your healer. I am an Oracle and um, I'm focusing mostly on the women, but you can catch this gem right here too. I talk about how for us women, we um, we get to step into productivity and results. And for the longest time, we've been still, <clears throat> but we haven't taken action. We haven't been active. The thing for men is that they have been taught to produce productivity and results. And the same way I talked about how this is so cool, how it's coming together. Everything happens for a freaking reason. Like Even the podcast I didn't want to upload yesterday that was so for me and even at the time it didn't make the most sense but it started to make sense now. So we talked about how it's like you're just always in go. You're going from meeting to meeting and you're going from this to that project and just always in go. And so it's kind of like I'm a man, I have to be on the move. I have to be in action. I have to be in muscle power. I have to be in go mode. I have to be, you know, at work and it's kind of like okay, for the gentlemen, they need to Take that moment to have stillness, that moment to meditate, that moment to, um, to prepare their thoughts and their ability to tap into that feminine side to the, I need to go back and check with the yin and the yang, <laughs> but tap into that, um, I think yin is the masculine, tap into the yang side um, is what's going to make them even, it says here, right? Cause you to practice daily meditation and stillness prepare you for greater productivity and results. Being open and receptive. So these are feminine traits, right? Being open and receptive, slowing down and allowing for time to dream activates your partnership with the universe so you can truly set your intentions in motion. Now, this is a really good message for anybody who has like um Virgo placements or like Virgo North Node. I talk about how I'm learning how to um, manage a very difficult placement in the sense that we deal with um contraction and uh, expansion and contraction. Ideally, you want um your signs to be stable. There to be synchronicity. So you you either want to have a lot of water or a lot of like earth or, or something where there's um where there where there's like everybody's on the same page and we're all going in the right direction. And when you start to have things like that are going in two completely opposite directions, it can it it can be difficult to manage, right? But so here it is, it's like we are being told to be active. And we are being told to step into our power. And yet still we have moments of silence and we have moments of stillness. And here we're being told, it says, being open. So age of Aquarius is is the masculine. But within that um, active moment, you still need the feminine side where you need to be open, receptive. Even within the active, being active, take time to slow down right? Allow your time to dream, right? And that will activate your partnership with the universe because it took me back to like, uh, Jupiter is the planet of expansion, right? So even Jupiter and my Virgo um, going through back and forth, open, close, open, open, close, and Jupiter trying to expand and give me abundance and everything. It's like, How do we learn to manage that? Because um, the reason I'm trying to tap in is to like, how do you relate to the universe? Right. Um, And we have a partnership with the universe so that you can set your intentions in motion. It says, then almost without effort, you discover their vibrational match in the world of form. Just as the life force quietly builds within a seed buried under snow, so too will the energy build to the seed of your desires before manifesting with no effort on your part. And it's wild because yesterday we were talking about the first card was the future, right? And it was talking about planting the seeds in the the now. And those small, tiny actions. And then you get to a point where, can you imagine, you know, people have used this analogy before. It's kind of like, we are at a point in time where this is how we view active, right? And this is like helping us to really heal any wounds we have about femininity or being passive or being able to just stand still. This is really a healing message for those of us who've been bashed around for resting in our femininity for real. Even with us coming out of age of Pisces, it's not that we denigrate that. We become better off of it. We built off of it, right? It's a foundation. And when you start to study the zodiac signs, you um you start to understand that as you progress from Aries to Pisces, each one develops a little bit more off of the other one. It's not that one is worse or better than the other. They actually build off of each other. So Pisces itself too can be a difficult placement um because you're kind of expected to encompass everything from Aries, which is like spiritual age, you know, one to seven, all the way from like Aries all the way down up and through and then like to the older souls and the more knowledgeable and wiser, you know, type of stuff. So, but it's funny how we engage with that too. But here it is. We're taught like, okay, if I'm going to be a farmer, I need to be active. I need to be out there tilling the soil and plowing and all this stuff. And then comes the day when it's the right season and it's spring, right? And you plant your seed, Um, and does this mean that you stay in your masculine and every day you go out there and you dig back up the seed to see how it's doing, and then plant it back in there? No, you'd be be a fool, right? You have to get to the point where you you a healthy a person that's healthy in their masculine and feminine. You know, some of us can have the seeds, but we don't plant it. We don't take the action. We don't get out into the field. We don't get our hands dirty or you know, or feet dirty or anything like that. That's where some of us need to kind of come and meet in the middle. And then some of some of us are just we're always on go. But at the same time we're we're like messing ourselves up because even yesterday it was talking about the future. And some of us are so caught up in the future and we want the apple now. We want that orange now, we want the, the, the grapes now, we want everything now, 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 now that we haven't even focused on the power of now. Right? So feminine the person who's balanced will understand I have the seed, I want apples, I want, you know, we yesterday we talked about how it's important to Pay attention to what we're planting to also, but we plant the, we plant the apple seed, we plant the orange seed, we plant the avocado seed, and then femininity is like, okay, I mean, outside of me watering it, you know, checking the, the soil, alkalinity, and I just have to trust the process. I just need to be still and it will produce its results and i think that it's also the same thing with with men too you can learn from that don't keep digging up your results at all the time you know and it allows you to move on to other projects and stuff like that right and so stillness is important stillness does matter stillness does serve a role femininity feminine traits do serve a purpose right and and so the, it talks about these are you know, things of the going back to nature, tapping into the earth, tapping into the universe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, matter of fact, um, I learned this this cool thing too about um, the planets. Um, I I think I learned it from Marin Altman. I tell you all to go check her out all the time, but. It's not so much that the planets are going backwards as much as the planets are actually standing still in time. So it kind of gives you a chance either way to, to um. kind of get your, your ish together, you know. And isn't that so beautiful and kind of Mother Nature to kind of like... She understands that she's ahead of the curve. And some of us, you know, when we think of retrogrades, it's an opportunity for us to go back and catch up. And so it's like that mom that she's like walking with a little toddler, you know, holding onto her hand and they pull their hand away because they want to be grown and walk. And so she continues walking and she, you know, steps back to realize like, oh, okay. this little one is still catching up to me because she's so tiny and she needs to catch up and she would just stand still and allow the baby to catch up to to where she is before they continue walking again and so it's that whole idea of like With retrograde, it's an opportunity to go back, and it's not, and so that's how it is with the planets, right? We've always thought the planets go backwards, and that's, like, what messes us up, but we understand that it's an opportunity to go back and fix our communication, go back and fix, you know, our finances, go back and address any loose ends that we didn't have before the energy goes direct, and so, but what it is, is, like, the planet is just waiting for the rest of us that, you know, to catch up to... The energy, because I do believe that all of the planetary placements are for us to continue to progress and evolve and develop certain skills. And I talk about how even though a lot of us don't really have the happiest ideas of Age of Pisces, I started to not have the... It's the same thing like if you start to understand your parents, you start to understand Age of Pisces served a purpose. And even for us women as a collective, we decided to just rest in our femininity, but it, it cost us. And it cost our, you know, it cost the planet. And so, but mother, it served a purpose. I, that's why I was kind of studying to see what came before the age of Pisces. Because I think that the, the ages are actually to cultivate the woman more. Because um, for whatever reason, divine source saw that it would be appropriate for us women to just rest and, but we're, where Age of Aquarius is and where we're going into Age of Capricorn, women are being put, like, our hands are being put on deck. And this Age of Aquarius is about us cultivating those, um, those um, skill sets that we need to have in our DNA to pass on to our children so that they can thrive in the Age of Capricorn. Okay? That's how I interpret it. Um, so it says here without effort, right? So you plant the seed and you don't have to keep digging it back up. You can't fly to the sun and make it move any faster or quicker. And you cannot fly to the moon and make it move any faster or quicker, you know, to take to, to, and you cannot force the, you know, rain goddess to send us rain any quicker than they need to, or force the ambient, right? And it's so funny because when we talk about um nature, right? It talks about your partnership with the universe. Do you know that they actually have as we speak 2023 it's already here. They have um like to the point where it's whole machines, but they can affect the ambient to where they can force rain, they can force tornadoes, hurricanes, um uh and they can even force um, earthquakes that create uh, tsunamis or seismic waves in the ocean and stuff like that. Um, and even like with the chemtrails. So it's so interesting how this is how man perceives um, nature that it's to be manipulated and that they force it. You know, like here in, in California, we are at we have arid weather, right? But in for the farmers, you need to have rain but instead of trusting the process or growing crops that would do the best with the rain, you know, with, with the kind of you know what we have here um they will they will force, you know, like spray stuff into the sky that will force rain or will force us to have Clear skies so that we have more days of productivity. Really, really interesting stuff. But that's masculine energy engaging with with um, Mother Nature and forcing it. Whereas here it's like if you're if you are in partnership with the universe, right? Then almost without effort, you discover your vibrational match in the world of form. Just as the life force quietly builds within a seed buried under snow, so too. <clears throat> Will the energy build in the seed of your desires before manifesting with no effort on your part? You will find how easy it is to co-create while implementing a practice of stillness and receptivity. Right? Can you imagine like if us feminines were like, oh my God, we're in the age of Aquarius. We're supposed to be masculine and we stop enjoying being receptive to, to what... You, you know, the universe has to give us, you know? It says, let others make the first move at this time as you assess and observe the world around you from the profound position of stillness and neutrality. That's actually quite strategic, right? Um, <laughs> let others make the first move at this time. Listen, I know that has to be a message for somebody. I I don't have time to unpack it. I'm I already this is already in tandem to the other podcast. Where my um timer cut me off, and so it says, um, "Let others make the first move uh, at this time." Right, as you assess and observe the world around you from the profound position of stillness and and neutrality. In this way, the world becomes more intimate. Yet you know to take nothing personally, right? We talked about that earlier. I will upload that um, podcast I did yesterday where we're exploring what Francesca's psych- um, psychology has to say about five odd behaviors that we have that are signs that we have a trauma response, right? Learn to detach, um, not to take anything personally, So it says here, um, when the goddess Yuki uh, Yuki Ana comes to support you, be still. This calls in the miracles. The action now is non-action. I needed that message today. Next week, I'm going to be on a wildfire. But today, honey, mm -mm, great time for me to journal. Um, If you guys want, I probably will revisit the um, menstrual cycles and how they sync to the to the moon because it can kind of help with the um, journaling. What am I releasing? What am I letting go? What am I starting new? And I can use just use that still quiet time um, to prepare for when I'm back on my feet, back out in this world. And I don't know if y'all are gonna be ready for me. Not especially after I've explored that, right? So it says the alignment message. Some days you wake up frozen, stuck, and unable to move due to the effects of emotional denial or resistance to what is in front of you. Okay, and we talked about that a little bit earlier. Allow yourself to process it, write it down, journal it. And the sooner you can do that, the better you'll step into what it is that you want to anyways, versus trying to evade it. It says, or maybe you were exhausted, spent from emotional burden of your current situation. No, nah, it's just the time of the month, girl, I'm tired. But Yeah. It says, the winter goddess Yoki Anna has come to help you move out in, of the past and pass this experience into a healthier state of illness, uh, of stillness. So she's helping you move out of this and um, pass, it into, pass this negative experience into a healthier state of stillness. When you are frozen it's the ego that is refusing to accept life on life's terms right that is another profound who potentially causing you to uh fear and depression this is so insanely wild um i don't know how i would be able to incorporate this spiritual side to my trader chick channel but um if if any of them have read the book trading in the zone and it was talking about how we deal with our fears of making mistakes and how we have to learn to look at things as valid or invalid and so we detach from it it's not that we were right or wrong about the market the market is neutral but um so here it says um it is refusing to accept life on life's terms that causes you fear and depression We attach what we see in the market to like, oh, we are right or wrong. And then we end up feeling, getting in our feelings like fear and depression. Like, oh, I didn't get it right. I didn't, you know, and it has nothing to do with that. And so, but it's our feelings and our ego. And it's like the ego attached to wanting to be right or wrong, which we talked about earlier, like our fears of making mistakes, right? Fear of being wrong, right? Is it, it cripples us. And we need to get back to that childhood state of just being curious. And if you, when, when you're curious, when you're curious, there is no right or wrong answer. You just immerse yourself in the experience. If you think about it, when you're curious, like when you go try, I, I'm going to try to liken it to food. Like if you're curious about something and you go try a different food, you're like, well, it smells interesting. It looks interesting. And then you taste it and you're like oh, I like it, right? It's like you weren't right or wrong. You allowed your curiosity to lead you. Now, if you don't like how it tastes, you still have a story to tell. You still got to like cross it off your, your thing and you still get to um enjoy the experience of like, ew, that was so nasty. Like it was so gross, but it's not right or wrong. It just is what it is. But a lot of times, you know, like, I think even for people, like when we talk about relationships, um, Uh, could we have a healthy... Would it be healthy to say, like, the relationships are not right or wrong? You experience them. Like, even with my past relationships, as much pain as they caused me, I could see that I grew out of them, right? And I could see the moments that, when they were beautiful, for them being beautiful in that moment in time. Right? And so... If I weren't so attached to maybe my ideas of like wanting a family yeah, what's or... Going on, fam? <laughs> y'all being wild let me turn what's this up, down. What's up, what's up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me, let me hop off of here. Because it's about to go down, y'all. Alright, let me see here. So it says, A particular situation or person may be causing you to see yourself as a victim. Coincidentally, I talked about this before too. One of the interesting things about the age of Pisces... Is Pisces can, in a lower vibrational state, can get stuck in, um, can get caught in perpetual victimhood. And it's kind of funny, too. Like, I think even for us women, we can be like, oh, my gosh, Age of Pisces did this stuff to us. Okay, cool. Let's kind of push through that power, push through that that era, and let's not stay perpetually victims, right? Um... And so remember, this deck is called power deck, power, goddess power. So power, of, um, stepping into your power is stepping out of being a victim. It says the goddess Yoki Ana reminds you that this is but a temporary moment in the millions of moments of your life. The task she has for you is to answer one question. Will you trust the great goddess in the universe to be your active partner in co-creating? Will you? Will you? I know I will. <laughs> so it says, if so, slow down and let all your troubles go. And you will see the miracles life has to offer. So I hope that this was a blessing to you, y'all. Let me let me jump in on this action baby. Let's like what's good. Oh, um, F O M C is about to start in three minutes. Um, and so it's gonna get really erratic. I'm not gonna play it, but I wanna see what's going on with the fam, with the training family, team training team bull trading. All right. Love y'all. I'll talk to you later. I hope you got a blessing out of this. I feel good. I feel great. I'll talk to you later.